Hi, everybody. This is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of The Common Sense Show. You know who I am, and you know what this show is. This is The Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. But one caveat, folks, to our banner phrase, we can't do this any longer one person at a time, one enslaved mind at a time. We need everybody spreading the word whether you share the contents of these shows or whether you verbally share them you need to share we have to wake up 50 percent of this country that's dumber than a box of rocks by choice because time is growing short and you need to be prepped we're going to be joined in just a moment by doug hagman from the hagman report and we're going to be talking about some specific issues but we're going to start with hillary clinton at the top but before we go to doug i need to let you know there are some people that make our show possible one is virtual shield this is the best vpn i've ever encountered they are one step ahead of the burning bridge in other words the nsa they can block the nsa or anybody else from following your whereabouts and what you're doing online and if the wrong people ever get in charge you won't be persecuted you'll be prosecuted they can also assist with keeping people out of your computer for identity theft purposes watching you through your camera listening to you through your microphone and you can get started for as little as three dollars a month i don't know how they're making money but I know they're protecting America, and you need to go to HideWithDave.com. That's HideWithDave.com to find out more. Preparation is at the forefront of my thinking these days, and this is why we're representing the best durable food company in the world. It's called PrepareWithDave.com. 70% reduction right now in these critical times because we want to get people started restaurant quality no glyphosates no gmos 25 year shelf life just really good quality it's the best offer for storable food in america today and then finally if you have food you need water so we're going to blend these together one the food is preparewithdave.com and then we want to talk about the alexa pure pro filter you'll have no trouble finding water in a crisis in fact emp studies done at the naval war college said after 30 days the major cause of death will be waterborne illnesses this is why everybody must have this alexa pure pro filter there's a hundred dollar off special you'll see that when you go online go to waterwithdave.com so for both food and water which are the building blocks of your survival for a coming crisis it's preparewithdave.com it's waterwithdave.com and i want to thank these people for being sponsors of the common sense show and making this broadcast possible well, joining me on the line, as I said, is Doug Hagman, and we have, I think, what's going to be a pretty grim discussion about what needs to happen and what the spinoff effects of what needs to happen could possibly be. Doug, welcome to the show. I'm glad you could join us. Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me. And uh, gr- grim is not what I want to. Uh, I want to be. I want to be positive. And I think that uh, we have a couple of things that we can be positive about. Uh, as long as you know, we have to be on the same page. I mean, right now, Christians and conservatives, we are the most disorganized uh, people on the planet. I believe Christian conservatives and Christians and conservatives, uh, we don't act. We don't play by the same rules, or we play by the rules where as the left doesn't. The liberal hypocrites who want to be our moral betters, of course, are are in charge, and, and, and they're, they're seemingly running the social uh, meme out there, whether it's on social media or in the, in the media itself or, or 
wherever. So um, we're seeing, okay, and I, and I said all that because we're looking at this inequality or this apparent inequality, and that's between the, uh, again, the liberal hypocrites, those who are, are moral betters, and, and the rest of us. And that seems to be the prevailing mindset. Um, I don't want to really talk much in theory. I want to talk some action here because I think we have an opportunity to change the the entire landscape. Um, and I know that to be the fact because uh, suddenly we are on the radar of, of uh, groups like Right Wing Watch and others for daring to do what we are going to be doing at the end of this month. And that's to demand as delineated by the Constitution of the United States, demand that equal justice be applied to people such as Hillary Clinton, Barack Hussein Obama, and others, but specifically Hillary Clinton. Now, um, that kind of set up what I'm going to say next. We, uh, we've seen Hillary Clinton from the Cattle Futures scandal or crime, perhaps, I, I don't know, uh, back in the early days of her career to Filegate. I don't know how many people remember that, uh, where several hundred files of uh, uh, FBI files were taken out of uh, improperly, uh, improperly accessed back in 1993, 1994 uh, by Hillary Clinton or the Clinton White House, including the operative here, Craig Livingstone, who was the mm-hmm. director of White House Office of Personnel. And, and, you know, I wonder how many people remember that. Well, that was 20, 23 years ago. So if we fast forward to today, we're seeing the same thing play out, same playbook, same cast of characters. However, we're not seeing any kind of accountability to the people, to, to, to the Clintons or to the people who have engaged in this kind of behavior. And we've seen these people get away with what they've done for years and decades and, and even the better part of a generation. So against the backdrop of a very discombobulated and, and really disassociated uh, Christian conservative base, the base that, that elected Donald Trump into office, and against the backdrop of, of all of the social network banning and the Silicon Valley uh, banning of of uh, free, you know speech thinkers like Laura Loomer and, and Alex Jones and and us you know all of us, mm-hmm. uh, what you know what can we or what should we do about it? And I, uh, again, I said all of that to say this on the twenty sixth of May. If people want to check out the website Equal Justice Tour, that's equaljusticetour.com. Now, I, I, look, I don't have anything to do with this website. I, I, I do know the grassroots patriots behind this this movement, but um, the, the conservative Christians who want accountability, who want equal justice as guaranteed by the United States Constitution, who want to see people like Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton and others held accountable for their actions uh, can join us in Chappaqua, New York on the day before Memorial Day, which is in other words, uh, Sunday, May 26th. And we are going to descend upon Chappaqua, New York and take a tour and, and tour in the dreaded air quotes, shall we say, of the Clinton hometown, the Clinton residence, the scene of the crime, the scene of, uh, well, the 
location where, in my view, a felon, just not convicted, but a felon, a traitor to the United States, in my view, traitors to the United States, in my view, are, you know, holed up behind a walled compound in Chappaqua, New York. So, again, a, a group of grassroots patriots are getting together and saying, you know what? The government is not speaking for us right now. We're being shut up and shut down by the droves, by social media, ISP blocks, and others in other fashions, other other matters. So what do we do about it? Do we wait for someone else to, to get behind a movement or start something, or do we wait for a leader? No, no, we just gather together, and we peaceably, and that's the key word here, peaceably, uh, assemble and ask for you know redress of our grievances uh, grievances under the Constitution as guaranteed by the Constitution in Chappaqua. That's where we're starting in Chappaqua on the 26th of, of May of this year at two o'clock. And again, the website for information on that is Equal Justice Tour Equal Justice Tour dot com because we, we've seen Hillary Clinton who have, who is the operative individual. Uh, behind things like Filegate, behind things like, um, well, I mean, my goodness, you know, I, I could tick off the list all day long, but uh, if you fast forward to the Secretary of State position from 2009 to, to, to 2013, the unclassified, or the, uh, unclassified and un, un, unencrypted server that she had at her home, the homebrewed server, the destruction of evidence, um, the um, uh, contempt that she has for the rule of law, the contempt that she has for the Constitution, the fact that she got away with what she did in 2016 with respect to the U.S. elections, her husband, Bill Clinton, the former president of the United States, uh, getting a half, a half a million dollars for a single speech in Moscow, the, all of these well, that things was, combined. Wasn't that tied yeah, to ahead. Uranium One, uh, that speech? Yes. 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 That's what yes. I thought. So, you know, again, in Uranium One, that was Obama slash Clinton. That was their initiative. And, I mean, look at Benghazi. And, by the way, I'll just say this. It was March 2nd of 2015. Uh, because of the Benghazi information that the New York or investigation that the New York Times had the splash front page, a Clinton, Hillary Clinton uh, used a private un- unencrypted server for State Department emails. And this, of course, uh, was news to everybody except for people like Obama, who himself used an unencrypted, unsecured server. Uh, It's been, and by the way, we were treated back on July 2nd of 2016 to what a 20-minute dialogue or a monologue by James Comey, where he listed numerous uh, crimes or uh, issues, I suppose, matters, if you were to follow Loretta Lynch, where Hillary Clinton had done numerous things, what, what they found, what, what uh, the FBI investigation found. And he, after about a 20-minute screed of saying, hey, this is what Hillary Clinton did, he said, well, we're not going to prosecute because no reasonable prosecutor would ever do you know, whatever, whatever prosecutor. Well, you know, it's interesting because when you look at that, when you look at his his decision, what prompted that decision in part, if not in full, was Bill Clinton's tarmac visit to um, Loretta Lynch back in Phoenix at the uh, Sky Harbor mm-hmm. Airport. Okay, mm-hmm. so 
and, and people will say, well, that was just, you know, that was just a serendipitous event. No, I'm looking at this, and the more I get into it, the more I see, look, this was a, an exquisitely planned operation by Bill Clinton to take out, to compromise Loretta Lynch as if she needed to be compromised, but okay, just as an insurance policy, in my words of that. So leaving it to Comey to say, well, we're not going to prosecute. Well, it's not his decision. And when you look at the offenses in the aggregate, you look at the offenses that, that uh, she, or, or the, the um, things that she's been being accused of by Comey, this is not by me, but by Comey, they could fall into the, um, uh, the, the bucket of high crimes and misdemeanors for an official in the State Department, for the head of the State Department, including espionage, which, when again, when you look at it, stand back and look at it, where we are today, everything, everything, where we are today, really was we didn't get here overnight. It didn't just happen. It happened in increments, and a huge part of, of everything we're seeing today. Everything we're seeing today, a huge part of this, originated or was facilitated by by the Clintons, and in particular Hillary Clinton. And if we look at where we are today through that lens and say, wait a minute, we can we can go back and we can we can pinpoint the, the very moment, the very days, and the very moments of these uh, of, of the events that, that brought us to today. That's one thing, and we're doing that every single day. You're doing that through your, your show, and I'm doing that, and Ted and Austin are doing that, and others are doing that, but what are we gonna do? Are we, are we going to just allow or wait for someone else to act and to say, hey, there's nothing we can do. There's no one, no one's behind us, no. We, we have to act. We have to get off of the couch. We have to uh, make our voices heard. But the problem with conservatives and Christians is that we work for a living. We, we've got to pay the bills. We've got to pay the taxes. We pay the freight for these Muppet heads out there, these moronic Muppet heads, these Antifa morons, and these other people who, who protest and who are activists. So we don't have the time. Well, now, if we take a, a if we take a little bit of time away from our Memorial Day festivities, and if you're listening to this, and you're listening to this in the northeast part of the country, and you're within a day's drive of Chappaqua, Lord knows, um, I'm probably seven, eight hours out, uh, but I'm going to make that drive, and I'm going to descend upon Chappaqua, and I want my voice is heard, and this is the only way. If we show up in sufficient numbers, I guarantee you, if we show up in sufficient numbers, so the media cannot ignore us, but we do so peaceably, with respect, and with resolve, and with the right attitude. I believe that this will be a game changer. Uh, I really do. So that, that's, I wanted to give people hope. I talked to, uh, or communicate with Ted Brower. He might even fly up for this event. Uh, the, the thing is this, we have to make our voices heard. We're not, we're not, we're not showing up. We can win alone on the numbers, but we're not showing up in the numbers necessary. So this might be, you know, moving from grim to maybe smiling a little bit, or maybe a smirk. This might be that chance. So I, I, I want to break that um, on your program. I want to at least open up with that on your program uh, to, to say, hey, folks, look, we're gathering in Chappaqua on the 26th of May. We we are doing this um, 
to address the, the fact that there's not equal justice. We, we don't have a system of equal justice. If you or I or the person listening to this had done the same thing Hillary Clinton had done, you can just ask the, the young man I interviewed, um, it was a, a naval officer, a submariner who, who took uh, photo, photographs on the submarine. He spent a year in jail. President Trump pardoned him. I had him on my show. Talked to him. His life was ruined. It was a year of hell. It was years of hell, actually for doing much less than Hillary Clinton did. Where's the equal justice in that? And who's gonna stand up for that young man? And who's gonna stand up for you and I when we are put in that position? And we're being put in that position. Our voices are being silenced systematically. Laura Loomer's been silenced. Infowars, again, been silenced. Hey, we're right there too. You're going to be silenced. By the way, you're next. The person <laughs> listening to this, you are next. Yeah, that's true. And you're if right. you think you're gonna get out of this unscathed, you're wrong. So, well, going I know, I, I know computers, Doug. Doug, they're going into the computers. I'm covering yeah. this in an interview, pre-recorded interview I'm doing later today uh, with Alexander Daly and then a second interview with Marilyn Rupar and Microsoft. And we have the screenshots to prove it. We've published it on the commonsenseshow.com. Microsoft is entering computers and preventing uh, file saves with any kinds of terms that relate to the new world order and anything that would be anti-liberal. And in addition, they're disappearing files. Uh, that happened to Alexandra. And like I said, we have, I published the documentation for this with screenshots. And I've had anomalies happen with the disappearance of one of my shows with Paul Martin, and 10 days later it came back. And there's no reasonable explanation. So when people say, well, that's Hagman and Hodges and Quayle and the blah, 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 and that's them and not me. Oh, no. They're attacking you at your level. And Doug, I don't know if you've heard of this or not, but Microsoft is coming out with a grammar program. It's kind of like their version of Grammarly. The only thing is yep. it's politically correct. They'll take language out they don't approve of. Oh, hey, how convenient is that, right? Yeah, we'll fix your, we'll fix your language, but we'll also uh, make sure that the that there's nothing insightful there or the, uh, the words conform to our new lexicon of, uh, of, of language. See, we've got to take our language back, too. And it's, it's amazing how we have allowed things to progress in the fashion that they progress. I was watching. I happened to be watching a, uh, uh, well, the, the, uh, for, well, I'm, I'll, I'll spare people. But the bottom line, for example, Google. I, I, take the word Google. Since when did that come become a verb? Okay, it's a company for crying out loud. It does not stand for search. But the mental conditioning behind this, to use Google as a verb to suggest or to state that this is searching the Internet, when in fact the, the search product is all, uh, it, 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 it's, it's customized and, and it's conforming to this this uh, you know, wussified approach to today's social environment. It, it's a sin. I believe it, it, it's it's an affront to all of our intellect. So we have to take our language back. You know, Google is a verb. No, abortion. What does that even mean? It's it's murder. I mean, it's murder. So. Doug, let, However, let, let me talk about what's been demonetized on yeah. my YouTube channel, The Common Sense Show. And uh, just, just listen to a few of these that have been demonetized. Now, sometimes they come back five days later after all your traffic is dissipated. 
and they'll re-monetize it because they realize it's bogus. I'll go back to what I did on Easter. I said the final victory is ours, and I was talking about the resurrection. YouTube demonetized Jesus. The day after Easter, they took it back. But listen to this. Why does New York care about uh, children's lemonade stands? They demonetize that. That's in a demonetization state right now. And I made the point they don't want kids to know about capitalism. So they demonetize that. Let me scroll down here. Um, we're ta- It's Mother's Day. And I talked about, you know, some of the rampant abuses of women. For example, Amazon has fired seven women for their factory for getting pregnant, which is totally a violation of our civil liberties laws. And I put down a title here. We must protect our women at all costs demonetized that was my biggest uh, item for a 24-hour period uh, and then i was responding to chase bank and paypal and canceling conservative accounts it's a news event it happened it's <clears throat> excuse me it's not speculation more denials of service against conservatives demonetized and let me scroll down to here um where will they put people who don't comply? And I was speaking about mandatory vaccination. They want to impose jail terms and hefty fines. So I wanted to know what they're going to do with these people. Well, we can't talk about that. Do you get the idea, Doug? I mean, they're demonetizing on YouTube the ridiculous you know, mainstream it's, topics. It's, exactly. And if uh, and I was thinking about this, you know, you watch the uh, television and you see documentaries or you see footage of you know, these large groups of people being rounded up by, we'll say, by um, Nazi soldiers, for example, uh, or in the current sense, you know, a few ISIS uh, uh, terrorists rounding up uh, Christians or rounding up people, the non-Muslims, for example, and. You can see where the capt- uh, the captives are uh, far outnumber the captors. My question is why? Why have we been so conditioned to die on our knees, you know, facing away from our captors when they, they have a, a gun to our head or when they're, they're going to cut our heads off? If we can win on the numbers, we can at least we can take some of them out um, rather than dying on our knees. So I, I look at this, maybe, I don't know, Dave, maybe that's not the, the, the proper analogy to use, but I, I look at this and I look at the number of, of people, uh, for example, who don't agree with, we'll say, Laura Loomer, or don't agree with InfoWars, and they celebrate or, or they're okay with the, um, them being deplatformed, whether it's on social media or by the payment gateways, not realizing that they're next. Hey, look, Louis, Louis Farrakhan was deplatformed. I, I don't agree with that. Was a token. Thing. I think that was a token, though, Doug. And the reason right, I say exactly. that, when the challenges come legally from Alex and from Laura Loomer and company, then uh, the people that deplatform them can stand up and say, oh, no, 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 we did this to the other side of the aisle, too. We, we did leftists. And so right. Farrakhan was a sacrificial lamb, and he'll be the last one. It'll all be conservatives from here on out. Well, I would stand, right, but I would stand behind Farrakhan to let him speak. Let Farrakhan speak. And and let the public decide, because the social media giants believe that they're they're God, small g, of of the universe. And they're not. They're not the final arbiters. 
And, you know, that brings me into another aspect, too. Uh, people are looking at President Trump to do something. Look, he's been in office, what, 843 days or thereabouts, 840, whatever it is. Um, this has been going on for a lot longer than the 800-plus days that he's been in office. But the fact is, what are we going to do if if, if no one or if people get, get behind this or people accept the fact that, well, hey, Farrakhan's out, you know, the, the fringe, in air quotes, they're out, uh, I'm safe. Well, you're not safe. So we need, all of us need to stand up collectively and to fight back, to push back, because I'm not going to die on my knees. I'm not going to, I am not going to be held captive by anyone. Um, I'm just not going to do that. And it's about damn time. We set aside our egos. We set aside anything, our, our, our small differences, and we gather together and we get behind one another. And we say, you know, we're not going to take this anymore because we can win on a flip of numbers because there's more of us than there are of them. We're just not as well organized or highly organized as they are. Because, again, we've got responsibilities. We pay the freight for these Muppet heads. So we have to, we have to show some level of unity. And it's unfortunate because, most, again, most Christians, conservatives are not, they're not willing to step up, to speak out, and to say enough. You know, Doug, uh, I have some demographics I've, I've researched on this. And I agree with what you're saying, but I'm going to give you where our numerical superiority may not come into play until certain dem, uh, dem, uh, dynamics change. And here, here's what I mean. Roughly speaking, the country, and it's going to change because our new people coming out of college are decidedly socialist and liberal, but right now the country is about 65-70% conservative. However, using the business principle of vertical integration, where you control an industry by controlling its key points, and this is what Rockefeller used to build Standard Oil, we see the same business model with the deep state and the new world order as they're controlling the key points of power. For example, if you control information, you control people's thinking, you can therefore control their vote. And they control the mainstream media, 98% of it. They control 100% of social media. And so that's one aspect. They control huge amounts of the military. And I'm talking the Air Force, totally globalist. And they were created at the same time as the CIA. CIA and the NSA, should we be surprised? And the Army is split in half. The Marine Corps is loyal to conservatives and to Trump. The Navy, well, depends who you talk about. The surface Navy is in question about who they'll serve if there's a civil war. The submarine fleet right now is fiercely right-wing, and they're almost untouchable by everybody else. Obama was not able to penetrate them like he did when he fired all the other command officers. So what I'm saying to you, Doug, and sorry, long explanation, let me sum it up here. The liberals control the key points of power to a large extent, and they negate our numerical advantage and they also negate it through mass ignorance through the control of the media and dissemination of information you know i look i agree with you on that but i would also argue the point that we can we can still fight back because it's uh like like i use uh, the explanation i use with the tsa you know when i went through the tsa line and i got groped filled up and and uh you know i had to take my shoes off and uh, by, by some Walmart greeter in a TSA uniform. Uh, if you put up a fight there, you're one person, yeah, you're going to get arrested. You're going to get taken away. They're not going to hear from you again. But if you got two or three or four 
Yeah, you know what? There might be kind of a standoffish situation. There might be um, kind of like, okay, just go on through. And, and you get your, your way, so to speak, uh, at least momentarily or at least for a short period of time. But if there were, you know, a hundred people who said, no, no, you don't do this. You don't take away our civil liberties. There, there's really little that they could do aside from attempt to um, – uh, censor, you know, quash, like, like you said, they control the media, they control the social media narrative. But there comes a point when they're, they can no longer be effective at silencing or keeping away from the mainstream, uh, the event. Now, they could, they could manage the narrative of the event. They could say, well, you know, right-wing activists do this or do that, whatever the events might be. And they could attempt to disparage the, uh, the the patriots via by way of the right wing activist designation, but the fact is, we if we don't do something right now, if we say, well, you know, yeah, because they control the choke points, and and that's a great, by the way, that is a great point because the choke points are are controlled by the by the left wing Antonio Gramsci follower, Marxist, Stalinist, apologist. I get that. But at some point, we have to rise up and say, you know what, despite that, we have to create enough noise or a big enough event. It doesn't matter. They're going to have to cover it or people will be talking about it. The excitement will grow that three uh, percent or the two and a half percent or whatever it might be of vocal patriots will grow from that. And we could certainly um at least in my view, uh, uh, move with the momentum. We can create a momentum that will gather others on board. Because I, I think right now that this country is in dire need of grassroots leadership. It, we're in dire need of, of something from the grassroots sector, something that we, we saw with the Tea Party that just didn't quite materialize, or going back further with a moral majority that just didn't quite have the effect. But we need that um, grassroots level of organization and action. And if it's not us, then then who in the hell is it going to be? Someone else? Well, there's no someone else. They, I got to tell you, you dial nine one one, ain't no one coming for you to help you. Uh, so we've got to get together, and we've got to mobilize by the numbers and create such a stir, stir that we cannot be ignored. And look, I look, I, I get it. I get the, the fact that they control the choke points. But you know what? We have enough people because because we look the normal people out there, the non. Um, uh, I, I, how do they describe themselves? The multiple genders, the um, asexuals, I, you know, the, the 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 weirdos. Look, we outnumber the weirdos. We outnumber the uh, the true died in the wool socialist communists. We outnumber the. Uh, I like uh, that phrase, the weirdos. We Stay with people. that. That's and good. I think we can prevail if we just sense that enough people are behind us and with us together mm-hmm. to take back these these choke points. Screw the vertical integration. You want to see vertical integration? No, I'll show you some vertical yeah, integration. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I know. Middle finger extended and placed into... Okay, that's far enough. It's a family show. But, yes. Doug, 
let's go through that progression line of thinking and i'm not disagreeing with you i agree with you but i also made a good portion of my living for a good portion of my life anticipating my opponent's actions and i have to think like the other side okay so let's talk about okay if we become aware of the choke points and we try to work around them you get to a point to where you're being effective and you corner a hillary clinton and there's nothing more dangerous than a cornered animal this is when all hell breaks loose this is when the deep state responds with false flag attacks on an unimaginable scale and i'm not saying this stops us from going forward but i'm telling you it's part of the process they're not going to go away without wreaking total havoc and i believe they live by the credo if we can't control this country no one will and i think they're willing to destroy it rather than give up control you know, they could burn it down. It's kind of like a scorned wife or a scorned husband or a scorned lover. You know, if I can't have uh, my significant other or whatever, uh, I'm just going to kill him. Or if I can't have the mm-hmm. house, yes. I'm going to burn it down. You know, I, I get and, you know, Saul Alinsky, Rules for Radicals, this pragmatic, I'm sorry, pragmatic primer for realistic radicals that was published a half a century ago, uh, it addresses all of this. We've got their playbook, Dave. I get it. I know. We've you got do. Their, you do. You know, so let's take rules for radicals and let's just take their rules or lack thereof and employ the same kind of tactics. Uh, we understand what they're going to do. Yeah, there will be false flag. Yeah, there will be blowback. Yeah, there will be some trouble. But you know what? What if we don't do it? My goodness, what's worse than living in... No, I, I, listen, I agree. I have written articles in the past where I have progressed through this scenario, and I have predicted, and by the way, let me just say this first of all, and then I'll tell you what I predicted. Jade Helm 16 was largely predicated, and they did they advertised for this on Craigslist. They wanted $18 an hour people to pretend to be ex-American soldiers who are now guerrilla chieftains fighting against the establishment. Now, I'm, I'm embellishing the ad, but that's effectively what they were advertising for. Now, having said that, they went through a whole scenario of practicing against civil war even i don't know if we can win the civil war i kind of think we could today but it depends what the un does if the un enters it with foreign troops i'm not going to make any bets but let me just say this i have predicted that we will reach a point where we could be so decimated and the power sources that align with conservatives could be destroyed that we will de-evolve into a Viet Cong kind of existence willing to fight forever for our rights and I said it is our opportunity to wear them down as we have seen in history with guerrilla movements that refuse to die but I also question the fact that a nation that's used to walking into a room and immediately turning on a light switch and having immediate gratification throughout their life if they have the balls and the patience to carry out a 20 to 30 year insurgency. What do you think, Doug? You know, I, I'm reminded of the movie, the original movie Red Dawn back yes. in the way was in 1984. Just watched it last week. Again. Okay. Yeah. So did I. I. I think. I think it was on like at three in the morning. I don't know. But. But yeah. Look. We have to. I mean, those kids, the Wolverines in that Red Dawn scenario, made a difference, and, and that difference cannot be ignored. So, 
could it could the situation devolve in the manner that you said? Yeah, of course it could. But I, I'm of the opinion that I think there's enough good people still left out there. And I'll have to say this as well. With each generation, there seems to be more of a inclination or a bias towards socialism and toward communism. These people, these younger people who embrace socialism and, and consider Ocasio-Cortez as a hero and those conservatives who, by the way, blow off people like Ocasio-Cortez saying that she's just nuts and just don't pay attention to her. Equally perilous, by the way. But at, at any rate, yeah, you know, it. it You've got to have a stomach for a fight. And I'm not talking necessarily a gunfight or a knife fight or a street fight. I'm talking about a long-term ideological struggle that we can't afford to lose. Because with each passing generation, we're seeing less and less of the greatest generation. Uh, the ideology behind that and their their values and the morals and the ethics and the character and integrity, we're, we're seeing that go, go by the wayside. Um, we're seeing God taken out systematically out of the schools. Look, I, I just mentioned this. Back in March, um, the Legislative Assembly of Ontario introduced Bill 84. All right? Now, I, this, I didn't see this mentioned anywhere. Now, this is Ontario, Canada. And this is Bill 84. It's an, an act to amend the Legislative Assembly Act respecting demonstrations that promote hatred on legislative precinct grounds. Now, what this bill is, is in Canada is saying, well, you know what, we don't really want hate speech. We don't want any demonstration, rally, or other activity that, in our opinion, in the government's opinion, is likely to promote hatred against any identifiable group, and, and most assuredly, we don't want that to take place on legislative precinct grounds. That's the essence of Bill 84. And the reason I bring this up is because what does this mean? It means that you cannot, one cannot, if this passes, one can't stand up for their Christian beliefs because it is antithetical to the LBGTQ community or the Muslim community. But this is what we're seeing. What's taking place in Canada is happening in all of the West, and it's coming to, if not already here in America, where our voices will be silenced, not just in social media, but 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 on the in the public square. And with something you said, they won't just you know persecute us, you know, by social networking uh, banning and such. They intend to prosecute us. So, what's the alternative here? And I know I was kind of all over the place with this, but but look at what's happening around us. These 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 uh, again, I use the term Muppets because I don't know that's the best I can describe. They are embracing this ideological um, fantasy of this communist utopia, making it uh, socialism here in America, where everybody gets kind of a free rider. You know, the basic rights of everyone. They're taken care of by the government. They, these people don't have a clue of what the hell they're talking about. They don't understand uh, that that there, there are, there's only one type of socialism, one type of communism, really, when it comes down to it. And socialism is communism light, and that's fascist. It's not a right, uh, far right principle, but a far left principle ideology. So this is what we're fighting against. 
Now I got so far down the, that road, uh, Dave. I, I can't remember what we were talking about, but uh, so you can you can reel me back was, in. But the well, bottom line, it was yeah, well said. I, I agree with you, and, and I think the way I'm taking what you're saying is that you have to have an inner resolve and the willingness to persevere for as long as it takes to do whatever it takes. And, you know, as I look at that statement, I agree with you, Doug. I heard this in my ears from my coaches when I was young and from my own father. But think about what happened with the next generation after us. It was the trophy generation. You had a trophy for participation, not accomplishment and achievement. And this is when they psychologically began to cut the legs out of manhood. Now they're actively attacking masculinity. Where have all the real men gone was a broadcast I did recently. So what I'm saying is we're going to have to help people rediscover who they are. Because what we have right now, excuse the French, are as a nation of pussies. And um, you talk to drill sergeants like I have. I've interviewed three of them off the record so they don't get court-martialed. And to a man, they've told me, we can't compete with the Russians on the battlefield. We can't compete with the Chinese. Our kids are now too soft. Have you heard that same thing? In, um, I, I, don't have a, I don't have a military context you have, but I've heard it from people who do. Yeah, I, I think I think we are a generation. We have raised. Uh, look, you and I are not far in age, not far apart in age. Although I will say to everyone, he's older. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but this is why I in the part and say I'm better looking, but I won't. I won't denigrate. Uh, well, now, and that's true. If you see, <laughs> but, but 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 you know what? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. We've got to. Um, We've got to reclaim. We got to start somewhere. And, and yes, I, I've heard it. I understand it. But you know what? We we don't have the time. In my view, anyway, we don't have the time to re-educate some of these. Uh, and I'll use your word, your word, pussies out there. Okay, they're going to have to find themselves, reach down in their gut, and find their own character. Uh, what makes them tick? Uh, we have to fight against obviously the the chemicals in our in our food and water and air that's doing this, you know, to us. And, and we've got to we've got to recognize and, and, and fight against the uh, stuff we can. But, but it's either a, it's a situation of you either lead, follow, or get the hell out of our way. And uh, we, if necessary, we will show you. We will be an example for you. But you know what? You, you, you don't get a trophy for participating. You don't get an attaboy for just showing up. Okay, you've got to get in. You, you got to get in the game. You got to get in the. Uh, you got to get in the fight. And if you don't get in the fight, in the fight, then get out of the way. And, well, and, and yeah. by the way, shut your mouth and don't 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 shut your mouth because you, you don't have any skin in the game. Get some skin in the game. Well, as long as they can sit on their ass and do nothing and live in mommy's basement what motivation do they have you know i have oh, to man. tell you you know what i have shortcomings as a parent and uh i wasn't born knowing the knowledge of how to parent it's kind of trial and error but i will tell you this i did not raise a sissy and i, I passed along the same lessons to my son that my dad passed on to me and it worked moral of the story you could still do this, parents. You can still turn your kids. 
I just challenge you, be careful where you let them go to college because you send a well-raised child to college and four years later, you're going to get a blank hole that's a social justice warrior that will be antithetical to everything you've ever taught them. And that's my warning to parents today about choosing colleges wisely. Very, very well said. But I think if you've got a strong moral, look, you can't send your kids, your children off to government indoctrination centers. And by the way, talking about words, as we talked about earlier, these are not public schools. We shouldn't refer to them as public schools. They're government schools. And as if you want to say government indoctrination centers, because that's what they teach. They indoctrinate the minds full of mush, as Rush used to say, uh, into this, this socialist ideology, this kumbaya stuff, all is good. There's really no good or bad. Come on. There is black and white, good and bad. And um, uh, we, we have to. Uh, but, but the message here is this. We should be responsible as parents to in, to instill the values and the, uh, the the morals, the character, and the you know the uh, Judeo-Christian ethics or the Christian ethics into our children. It's up to us as parents to do that. And if you've got a thirty-year-old, uh, uh, if you have a thirty-year-old kid living in your basement playing uh, Xbox or whatever those games are today, and not working. Look, I'll tell you what, I'd be the first one to grab them by the hair, drag them out of the house, lock them out of the house and say, get a, get a job. Ooh, that was close. Get a job. Okay. And, and you know. <laughs> I know what you were going to say, Doug. I know I have your playbook, too. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but, but, but I, we have to stop being so sympathetic, not empathetic, but sympathetic to stupidity, to stupid people, the people who want a free ride. If you want a free ride, go to Canada, I guess, or go somewhere else, but get, get out of my way. But take responsibility for your actions. And that, that goes for all of us, and that goes for me too. Man, I'll tell you what, um, and I've got little, very little patience anymore. The, the older I get, I've got little patience for anybody who harbors and facilitates the um, well, the, the what would you call it? The degradation of our country, the degradation of our family, our family unit. Look, there are only two flipping genders. Okay, you either have um, you know a couple of kiwis and a and a no. dangler. No, yeah. no, no. You're cutting down my dating possibilities. Oh, that's right. I'm married. Well, well, hey, you know. We're only up to 300 genders now. I can't even keep track. Um, and, and, and isn't it funny? By the, by the way, isn't it funny how they can, the, the uh, liberal hypocrites can say, oh, well, you know, there are so many genders out there, or there's so many different genders, but yet uh, uh, they would say, uh, well, you know, when life begins, that's kind of iffy, and, you know, it's, it's I mean, the liberal hypocrisy, or the hypocrisy that we are seeing, the virtual signaling that we're seeing, um, the uh, people who who lecture us in public on matters of morality and, and and they defend and promote so many abominable injustices um it's just it's just unbelievable but yeah you know 
people pretend to be great lovers of science if it, if it supports their dogma, such as climate change, but they completely ignore or deny what science has to say about biological differences between the sexes. Like genes and chromosomes. You know, one yeah. point that you just made, I really agree with, and I can bootstrap this to this issue. You know, it's a woman's choice. We can cut the head off of the baby as it's being born and call it a late-term abortion. That's okay. A woman gets to decide what happens to her body. But you turn that around, and the vaccination argument doesn't apply. We demand. It's mandatory you take these vaccines. And, Doug, here's one thing that drives me up the wall. Being a statistician and a researcher by training and by academia, I can tell you that all 77 vaccinations are not equally safe, but the mainstream media would have you believe that. That's not even a possibility. But this is the fiction that's being foisted upon America. And the hypocrisy, you're right, is so omnipresent. It's disgusting. Exactly. You know, in vaccinations, obviously, that's another method of subjugating the population. People don't really quite understand that. You know, Robert Kennedy was taken to task by his own family. I think it was in a op-ed piece, what, in the uh, New York uh, Times or Washington Post or uh, here not too long ago, last week sometime. Exactly. You know, it's it, it, look. Um, when you've got groups of people denouncing, for example, political commentary as causing, for example, violence against uh, Democratic politicians, while ignoring, for example, condemnations after, remember the shooting uh, uh, that was committed by Bernie Sanders supporter Scalise in that baseball field, you've got this, again, this hypocrisy out there. Um, when you've got uh, uh, issues of uh, one, one key meme coming forth here is, well, we've got vandalism and, and hate things going against mosques, uh, for example, uh, by right-wingers. Right, right well, they ignore the the actual genocide taking place worldwide against Christians. Yeah, uh, exactly. And I could go on and on. Doug, you're you so know, right hey, on the money. My friend, we're out of time, but I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about the various ventures you have going on. You know, yes. we, we know, uh, you know, um, so much what you're involved in with the radio, but you've also got a new venture in TV. So tell the audience how they can uh, find out more about this and follow you. Oh, thanks, Dave. Yeah, syndicated, pre-syndicated and syndicated uh, folks, you can go to HagmanReport.com and HagmanReportLive.com. From there, HagmanReportLive.com has got all of the uh, uh, video and uh, audio programs and also segmented popular segments. So when you come on, we segment that piece out, and it's it's a standalone video and audio, and we're heard uh, on the Global Star satellite radio, multiple radio stations, as well as uh, Christian broadcasting TV stations. We're an audio-video platform. Thank you so much for allowing me to, to, to do that. Also, Hagman Report on Twitter and Facebook for the moment. We'll see how long that lasts in YouTube as well. Yeah, how long that lasts. That's really that's such a good caveat right there. It really is. Well, ladies and gentlemen, our guest has been Doug Hagman. I would encourage you to follow him. Uh, he's a man that's been at this for a very long time. He's one of the veterans. And there's really nothing that's happening right now that surprises him because we've seen it all before. Doug, thanks so much for joining me. Uh, look forward to having you back again and continue good luck with your TV ventures. I'm really excited for you. Dave, thanks so much. And remember, folks, support 
whoever you listen to, Dave Hodges, Common Sense Show, and of course, uh, that, uh, please follow Dave and uh, bookmark the Common Sense Show and support Dave Hodges and Thank support you. all of them. Well, we are out of here, ladies and gentlemen. This is the conclusion of this show. Thank you so much for joining us and to our guests for being with us. We'll see you back here next week. Go out and have a great, great week. God bless.